0: Hello everybody, my name is Michael Grali and welcome to Singapland. This is episode 40 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute 10 weekly briefing on everything you know about Syngap 1. Today is Friday, December 17th. I'm going to start by reading you the last line of a tweet by Dr. Dennis Lal. Dr. Lal is a geneticist at the Broad, the Cleveland Clinic, other places. He's a big deal. The last line of a tweet reads, the genetic therapy clinical trial tsunami is almost here. Dr. Lal was reflecting on a tweet by Veronica Hood, who is a scientific director of the Dravet Syndrome Foundation. She was writing an article about the American Epilepsy Society, which just had a big meeting. This is where everybody gets together and shares good news and great findings and a lot of things. And based on her reflection, Dr. Lal said, the genetic therapy clinical trial tsunami is almost here. What is he talking about? What he's talking about is science is at a point where we now can make these genetic therapies. Think back a couple of episodes. I was at the Angelman meeting while AAS was happening. Angelman, which is a disease you might not have ever heard about, has three ASOs right now. Drave has ASOs with Stoke. By the way, that same patent works in GAP1. Genetic therapies for neurological diseases are happening. Needles are going into bodies right now. And I believe that we are coming soon. I believe we can catch this tidal wave of genetic therapies. Why do I believe that? Well, we got 150 people in Citizen. By the way, congratulations to the recruiting team. You know who you are. Corey as the captain. Amazing work. We have over, not at, over 150 U.S. families have signed up for Citizen. Their data is standardized and normalized. If you are part of that cohort, good job. Your kids' data is in there. It will be studied. It will be looked at. Clinical trials will be informed by it and you will get calls for other trials because we appreciate the time and their willingness to spend 15 minutes signing up for Citizen. You also get a dashboard. If you're one of the 100 families who hasn't signed up yet, get with the program. Get with the program. You can still sign up. You won't be in cohort three. Your your data won't be ready early next year. It'll be ready late next year. But please keep signing up. They're gonna let us keep the window open. They're so excited we have to 150. We wanna see how far we can push this. We are in, Citizen is a big deal. Cause think about it. If Citizen didn't exist and you're a drug company, first thing you got to do is go find patients and then collect their data and then study it. <clears throat> We've done all that. It's done. Come study the data. Let's get a trial going. Don't make our children wait for the science that's in your labs. Our children are suffering right now. Our children are suffering right now. The tidal wave of genetic therapies is coming. Let's get on the trial and let's do it. So in my analogy here, which is a bit tortured, but only a bit, the clinical trial is a surfboard and this surfboard is going to have an SRF logo on it. It's going to have a citizen logo on it. It'll have an Orca logo on it. By the way, recruiting out a citizen, we just, I think almost filled, maybe we have one more to go, all the people that Duke needs to study, to do the um, qualitative interviews for the Orca expansions. What that means is Orca is a it has validated scale for Angelman and we're expanding it into SYNGAP1. Thank you to the families who've participated in this. Thank you to the team at Duke. Thank you for Combined Brain, to Combined Brain for including us. I'm so excited about this work. Tidal wave, genetic therapy, surfboard, SYNGAP. We're on that surfboard. Why do I think we're next? It's great that the tidal wave is happening, but maybe we're going to be in 10 years, Mike. Maybe we're not going to be in one or two years. Well, I'll tell you a couple of reasons why I believe that. First of all, I know right now off the top of my head of four different labs slash companies working on ASOs and two working on AAVs for SYNGAP1. I'm not sure which ones I'm allowed to tell you about. doesn't matter. I swear on my life, I know about these people working on these therapies for our kids. They're all very excited about Citizen, by the way. So I think that's coming. Also, I was in a meeting this week with another company who was talking about, well, we're trying to work on this thing for diagnosis. And we looked at 7,000 rare diseases, blah, 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 blah. And we ended up, after a bunch of rigor, picking these 17. And guess what? Syngap was on that list. It's the third time I've been in a meeting like that where somebody explains that they started boiling the ocean and they went through a process and they chose these genes to work on. And time and again, Syngap is on that list. That's why I think we're coming soon. After you cure Drave, after you cure Angelman, after you do CDKL5, what else do you work on? Syngap is right there, my friends. So be excited about that and, and really understand that we are at an inflection point in time that can help our kids next question i get but wait mike my son is 12 15 17 25 my daughter's 35 45 whatever the numbers is. is it isn't it too late for them no no it's not why do i think that because i'm an infuriatingly eternal optimist maybe a little bit but also let me give you a data point in that angelman aso there were three companies doing it: myonis Ultragenics, and roche and the reason the Roche one is burned in my brain is the age range. Roche was enrolling people from age, small number, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, up to 50. Up to 50. Roche is a very serious global pharmaceutical company. Here in the U.S. they're known as Biogen. You do not enroll people into a clinical trial if you're pretty sure they're going to fail. That would be stupid. You don't do that. Roche is enrolling Angelman's patients in their ASO up to the age of 50. You pair that with the knowledge we have from some of the Roomba work that shows rescue in adult mice. What that means is they gave genetic therapies. It's a great decade to be a mouse with Syngap. There's a lot of people curing mice right now. It's amazing, right? So Roomba did this for mice. If you're in the Roomba lab and you're a mouse with Syngap, you're golden. Someone's going to cure you, but then they're going to dissect you. It's not great. Anyway, point is Roomba has shown you can rescue Syngap in mice. Roche is recruiting people up to the age of 50. This is really happening. Needles are going into bodies with genetic therapies. We just have to get those needles going into Syngap bodies of Syngap therapies. And we know people are working on these, right? We know people are working on these. Four ASOs, two AVs, at least that I know about. One of those ASOs, by the way, is Dr. Ben Prosser. Dr. Ben Prosser was at UPenn. And um, he talked about his work in the roundtable. So I will put a link in the show notes to roundtable three, which just happened. Virtually at AES. And um, the last talk is Dr. Prosser's where he talks about his incredible work um, on STX BP1 and SYNGAP1 ASOs. Incredible. It's real, people. It's real. Let's get these things commercialized. Let's make it easy to commercialize them with a citizen and other things. But th- this is the work we're doing here at SRF, right? You could, you, you might throw up your hands and be like, well, if people are working on it, we just have to wait. No, no, no. Wrong answer. Wrong answer, wrong answer. You don't turn off the lighthouse because the island is on the map. You're like, oh, they'll figure it out. No, 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 no. You keep that lighthouse cranking, right? Remember the lighthouse analogy. I did that interview with Nasha and Effie and we talked about the lighthouse and we got to get the researchers, the clinicians, industry, undiagnosed families, diagnosed families all together, other rare disease groups. We got to let people know about SYNGAP1. That's what we're doing here. We got to keep that light burning bright so people, people think about us, people know about us, and people come and work with us. That's happening right now. Example, Aaron Harding of our board, tremendous father um, and tremendous Syngap advocate, if you don't know him, you should, has been pounding the table for years that we should be part of the Million Dollar Bike Ride at UPenn. They do some match. so We, we have a team, we do the bike ride, we raise some money, and they match some money, and then we we allocate it to, to some kind of research. Super exciting. Um, Hate to leave money on the table. So if they're matching, we want to be a part of it. They just accepted SRF as a partner into MDBR 2022. So if you like to ride bikes and you like to raise money for Syngap, and who doesn't, June 11th, 2022, we're part of the Million Dollar Bike Ride. That's just the lighthouse. That's just the SRF lighthouse burning brighter, friends. That's just more people knowing about us, seeing us in good company, and realizing they should be working on our gene. It's exceptional. And I'm so excited about it. Speaking of u I want to give a shout out to Sydney and Brett. They are Emmett's parents. Emmett is one of our, fam- and Emmett is one of our precious patients here in the U.S. He's been on almost every drug I can imagine. Um, most of them don't work for him. And so he just got a vagal nerve stimulator. Um, it's kind of hard to see stitches in a, I don't know how old Emmett is, three or four, in his chest. So they could put this little pacemaker for his brain in and wrap a little wire around his vagal nerve. But um, it's kind of awesome that his parents are just so tirelessly advocating for him. And the reason I think of them right now is because they're, they're down at Penn. So super exciting. And um, it shows us, it reminds us what our families are going through until we get this genetic therapy, right? Time is brain. This is real life. We have to move as fast as possible. And it's why we should leave um, no stone unturned, which brings me to phenylbutyrate. I don't have time to talk about this because I got like a minute left. Phenylbutyrate is a drug that stx one and SLC-6A1 have had tremendous luck with they are starting to talk to us and other rare disease groups about maybe this drug could work for you and a lot of families are figuring this out and they're like wait Mike, what's going on what's going on short answer we are working on it if you do not know what i'm talking about please read in the show notes there's an article in stat news there's a couple papers to check out and there's a tremendous video done by the stx bp1 community about four phenylbutyrate, specifically good for missense mutants maybe also good for protein truncating aka nonsense and frameshift I know that's a lot, but just read up on phenylbutyrate. It is a small molecule that maybe we could use to help Emmett and others, right? So we can do less of these crazy heroics that our parents have to do. A lot going on. Feel free to listen to this twice. Please volunteer and donate and make sure you're a part of this this team. Let's catch this wave together.